I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know... This is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites! Welcome back to our eighth, I think, maybe ninth? I've already lost count. Like, I didn't even make it to ten. Uh, show of the it's year. It's February. It's February, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even make it. To, I don't even know. I didn't make it to March, and what I've already day lost. Day in February is it? But I do know that we're we're episode seventy one. Okay, so this is episode seventy one. See, that's we, up for some contention. It says seventy right in front of me. No, but I, we've I cleared that up with Zach Shenanigans. Last week with the voice of Doom. Like their Same. their number numbering was off on YouTube. Welcome to our February show. <laughs> Skip it, Bill. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from the law offices of Nelson and Murdoch. You like how I changed that? I figure the top story every week. Ah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I my Daredevil I shirt was so dirty. Yeah, you really do. It's really it's really embarrassing. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network, YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network, or on the Popcorn Talks website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or on Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, subscribe to all of our stuff so we can continue to come back to you. And if you tweet out a link to, a, uh, to our show with a message telling people about our live chat, the voice of Doom in the booth will retweet you! Doom demands tweets! <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Uh, did wow, Ray? Did bam? Did, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. We've got Coy over there at Coy Jandro, and we are joined by the two very special guests. Introduce yourselves. Uh, Marisha Ray. That is your name. That is correct. And what's your Twitter? I believe her. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am at Marisha underscore Ray on Twitter, not at Marisha May, which might be floating out <laughs> in the ether right now. Uh, and who are you, sir? Uh, I am Eric Campbell at 8BitEric on Twitter. 
I like it. Thank you. I like it. So we were talking about the fake Twitter accounts earlier. That, yes. uh, we're earlier really before, way before more enthusiastic show. than yeah. our than our <laughs> intros, you know, let on. But they're so good. It's we're, thank you. Yeah, I just here. I felt like I needed to counterbalance okay. Key's just enormous amount of energy. Look, yeah. you guys, it's it is Marvel Day for me. It is Marvel Day, and I get excited on Marvel Day. It's Marvel it's Day for you it's, every day, man. Yeah, it is Marvel Day. That is true. I've got enough shirts for it. Yeah. Koi has even more. It's like Marvel Year for him. Dude, it's a problem. I got two drawers. Just, Jeez. just stacks of teas, stacks and stacks. He's got mad stacks. Twenty-four over Christmas, and then like his just zealous just responses. That. So we were talking about the, tw- the fake Twitter accounts earlier, and you just in- created I one just for Marisha. Rarisha May. So it's the way like Scooby Doo would pronounce it. Well, somebody created somebody created a somebody created a fake Twitter account for Felicia Day. Yeah, it was called. It was the exact opposite. Delicia Fay. Yeah, yeah, and it's like her evil twin, and she has like a like an eye patch. Oh, that's funny. That's pretty good. Yeah, so both of you guys are geek and sundry. You you write for Felicia Day still, or you did, or we're working on projects together right now, but. But for Geek and Sundry, I wrote The Flog uh, with her, and I wrote uh, uh, Felicia's Arc, which is like a one-season cute little show that she did off on the side. And we just got done doing season two of The Flog, uh, and I did that with her and all the little sketches for her book tour that we did together. Nice. One which, Yeah, one which we had her uh, dressing up in a suit and screaming her head off as Crazy Bastard Sam was her name. It was pretty (laughs) awesome. I didn't think Felicia would do that, but she went, oh my God. Yeah, she (laughs) She, was like a used car salesman type of... She she didn't kind of do that. She really did. She committed. She went to 11. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, you do a critical role, right? I do also it's on Geek deep, and Sundry. A little, a little game called um, Dragons and Dungeons. Yeah. Yep. You, you, you named it. That's that's the exact by, one by Barry Bybacks, if, yeah. if I'm correct. That's his name, right? Barry uh-huh. Bybacks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna create that a Twitter account. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Paul show just making yeah. Twitter. Just, <laughs> you guys all have to excuse. Me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Eric, he's busy creating Twitter accounts. <laughs> I'm gonna create him. Uh, yeah, I am on Critical Role, which is uh, dungeon mastered by the amazing at Matt Mercer, at Matthew Mercer. I don't know why. I, I just, I like I'm in like five in years, we now. literally just become just like we refer to people by their Twitter Which handles. Oh uh, yes, this is my yeah. wife at blah blah blah. Oh man, when I was when I Here's was doing my, stand-up, my newborn child. When I was doing stand-up, they referred to me by my uh, by my email, my old email, which was the oh. Matt Key, and that's my Twitter now. Yeah. Uh, but like they'd be like, come to the stage, the Matt Key, and I'd be like, what? That happens is not the way I ask you to introduce me. Like I sound like such a douchebag now. That happens to me at Comic Con because nobody knows writers at all. Yeah. When you're writing for like comedy, sketch comedy on the web or anything like that, so I have to introduce myself as Eight Bit Eric to people, or they don't know who. The, oh, oh that so, funny yeah. guy on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's slowly kind of starting to happen. Sure. Man, that'd be embarrassing. So I got like the same email from sixth grade. It's like TylerDurdenAtHotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like at least yeah, it's not GeoCities. TylerDurden at GeoCities. Uh, stand you, by. Uh, so you guys, did you say you had an announcement that you wanted to make? Today? Oh, we do. Or, yeah. Well, yeah. uh, speaking of Eric writing shows and Geek and Sundry and all that fun jazz, uh, we have a new show that is coming out in March yes. called 
Do you want to say it? Yeah, it's called, it's called Signal Boost. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, some studio oh. audience you, on, yes. on our Cosmic Couch is in love with it. You yeah. said Signal Boost. Signal so Boost. Signal Boost. Yeah, Signal Boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a new show that I am producing and Eric is writing, and I will also be hosting the first handful, and then we're gonna. it's going to be like a little cocktail of hosts, little grab bags. Every once in a while, never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's being directed by Sean Becker, who uh, hate that guy. Everybody, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) There goes immediately. Not even five minutes in. Not even five minutes in. Yeah, it's being directed by Sean Becker, who uh, was a director on the Guild, and he's done a. I mean, he's done a ton of stuff. The guy is like brilliantly talented. He hates, 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 hates being mentioned. Because he likes being the guy behind the camera, not in front of it. So Sean Becker. So Sean, Sean Becker. Becker. Sean Becker. Yeah, you know that Sean S E A N and then B E C K E R. Yeah, that's right? how you spell Sean Becker's he's, name. He's, Sean he's about five eleven, I guess. <laughs> yep. Um, Handsome. Yeah, has a dog. He's really yeah, yeah. Has a dog. Wears a lot of hats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, he hates nice. being talked about. So. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Uh, on that note, what what do you say we talk about some Marvels? Okay, yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, so. Uh, we're going to start with Doctor Strange because we, we should get this out of the way. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's going to be hanging over my head. Gonna I'm not going to be able like gestating. Uh, we got our first like image of Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. in the cloak and the tunic yeah. running alongside, she would tell Egeofor as Baron Mordo, mm-hmm. uh, a dude was periscoping it from his office in London. Like narrating the whole thing. What, what made it so like so much more delightful to me was that he had no idea what he was really watching? <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah. I think it's Doctor. I think it's Doctor Strange. I think I think it's Doctor Strange because it's Benedict and he's wearing red. I think that might be who it is. Uh, and he was doing his best to answer questions that people were a- asking oh, him, brilliant. like on Periscope. He's like, Man. you know, I don't know. It's uh, it's that one guy from uh, Twelve Years a Slave, but I, I, I didn't <laughs> like. I don't know who he's playing. Like, and like I'm yelling at my screen. He's Baron Mordo. He's Baron Mordo! Like, I should be periscoping this! They can't, they can't hear you? Can yeah. You, he can't. No, no. especially because it was like 24 hours early. Right. Like, he's not even in his What's office funny anymore. Is, I've been saying for a long time, I've been waiting for Periscope to be abused. Because yeah. like, oh, this, is, this is where it's at. And this is like kind of the first instance of it being abused I mean, we're on our own set. big brother like, now. We're like, we really are all just The idea that we're filming stuff on purpose for other people to watch and spy on and yeah. like ruining movie sets is terrifying. And you don't know when someone's doing it. That's, yeah. that's the thing. I'm honestly... I'm surprised it's kind of still legal. I wear so much more pants lie. just out of I, fear. Because, <laughs> you know, the nudity yeah. ratio is just a lot lower it's, now. Because I assume someone's just filming all the time. See, I, I never want to be a that dick. So whenever I'm periscoping, I That's try why and wear pants. So I, I come dick. up, so I'm not that dick. And I'm like, look, you're on camera, and people are immediately like, oh, right, public right. persona. Yes, mm. it's gonna be so weird at like Comic Con and stuff going forward. How like technology is just it's advancing so quickly that there is yes. no. I don't know. I'm scared. Even well, even exposing <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. So luckily uh, he was wearing there, pants. There is the picture of Doctor Strange. There's like. So the, it was weird that this is the picture that they chose to like tweet out. Like I, I look for like individual. <laughs> Snapshots of the picture on the Twitter page that was called Anything Cumberbatch. It's at Anything Cumberbatch. Uh, apparently, they're big fans mm-hmm. of Cumberbatch. That's my guess. Sure. Uh, as to the Twitter. Anything feed. Cumberbatch. Uh, anything Cumberbatch will do. Uh, and I agree, as long as that anything is Doctor Strange. Uh, or, or Sherlock. I He's like great. Sherlock. I feel like He's there's got to be like Cumberbatch crackers made in like India <laughs> that, that should qualify on the site. Uh, anyway, continue. But, uh, he, he, just look, he looks. He's perfect. He's perfect, and he's like running. Around. The thing is, he's running a ro- along with Baron Mordo, 
So like they're like it just continues to prove my like my thoughts that like he and Baron Mordo start off as like allies, mm-hmm. and I think it's at the end. I think they're gonna do like I hate to mention this name, but I think they're gonna pull like a Green Lantern and be like <laughs> Sinestro the whole time is like, yeah, I'll train you. Jeez, uh, okay, now you're good. And he's like, wait, I should be the Sorcerer Supreme. Screw you, Strange. I think that's what's gonna happen. Oh. Uh, but here's my question: Who is in yellow? Who is in yellow? Uh, that's Bumblebee, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That spinoff movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just announced it. It, it does yeah. look like there is like a. It looks like there's a car there. Well, is that like a yellow car, taxi? So, so oh, in the uh, video, sure. like Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo run up to someone that's on the ground. There's glass shattered all around him, like they just fell out of a building. And uh, the the guessing online was it's either Wong or the Ancient One. Mm. Uh, uh, but you can't. You really cannot tell. Like I tried zooming in and everything. Like they're. They're looking away the whole time. I couldn't tell. So honestly, I feel like this is just a further point on why the films exist. don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> why films don't want you to leak stuff? Because you're just wondering all these. things. You're wondering all these things, and it's yeah. so unfinished. And this is just such a a good kind of point to make about filmmaking. On let it be a film. Let, let it, it be come a film. Out, let, let it come. Let it finish. Because it's hard that, to even know. That's the thing is, is like it, it, when when you when you have this much open to interpretation, you I mean, a fan base can come up with any damn thing, mm-hmm. yeah. anything. Like, yeah. I remember this. This kind of reminds me. This is kind of a little off, but this kind of reminds me that at the when when Mass Effect the video game came to an end, and there was all this speculation about the the real the real uh, meaning behind the ending based off of images that they were taking pictures of and putting it up on the internet and this guy came up with a two hour YouTube video fan theory about how Shepard was really indoctrinated and all this other stuff and then like sadly uh, like six months later the extended content came out and Bioware was like no that's not correct I'm sorry that's That's completely wrong that's awesome and that kind of reminds me of like this because from a storyteller aspect, it's entirely possible that the person in yellow is somebody that could have just been created for the film. Yeah, and, right. And is exactly. leading us to the yeah. yeah. Kind of what I'm thinking. That's what I don't know. It just bothers me, and we're doing it. We are. No, but like it could be an extra. It could be just a guy that like fell over and like died, yeah. and now he's like, oh no. We're witnessing a lawsuit actually yeah. right here. It feels <laughs> so long. Yeah. Just get out. Just we've already done that. <laughs> we did that joke like last week. I got six more months in this. No, no, and I tried <laughs> six more months. Remember, I called it back it's like true. an hour it's later true. and it's murdered true. you. Oh man. I don't uh, see what right, wrong with it, dude. Skip 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 it about. I still don't know how that's more polite. It is still don't know how Uh Captain America Civil War. Uh Martin Freeman's role was revealed this week. He is none other than Everett Ross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no kidding, I didn't catch that. You didn't catch that, no. dude? How exciting is that, right? Like we we've got a couple pictures that, that we can throw up uh, that came out through Empire, uh, but he's Everett Ross, and he's got we've got that picture there with him next oh. to Emily Van Camp, who's playing uh, Agent Thirteen, uh, and uh, yeah. So the the rumors from a couple months ago are that his role is very limited in this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is. Like a beginning for him, kind of. It's a beginning for him. Like he's probably going to show up, like with T'Challa, and maybe be a point of contact for T'Challa. And we might see him in like a boardroom scene of like, "Look, you've just got to give him his room to do his thing." We're sorry, we're trying to contain it, whatever. But uh, he's not like a crucial part of this. But <laughs> with him being Everett Ross, he will absolutely be. You don't have a, a star of this like magnitude, yeah, and have him like 
Yeah, he was Only in there for like two once. minutes, and he yeah. was a main character that's in Black Panther comics, and now he's not in the movie. Like, right. he's absolutely going to be a big part in that film, which I think is what 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. And I love how they're setting up, like with uh, Claw in in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Like, they're mm-hmm. really building this amazing Black Panther yeah. universe, and we're going to yeah. be so fleshed out by the time we get there that we'll like. They can tell more of a story because we've met these characters. We're familiar. Yeah. We've got some acquaintance. And now with this, like that's even. Oh, I'm so excited for Black Panther. Oh. So I, have a, yeah. I have a question about Black Panther, actually. Uh, please, Eric. Ask. Uh, so because in the Marvel universe, we see all the time um, actual cities being used mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to the Metropolis. We have mm-hmm. New York City and so on and so forth. There's no Gotham as much as there is, mm-hmm. like you know. So, in, but uh, when it comes to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. He was given a fictional country in Africa, and I was just curious. Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. So I was just wondering, uh, what do you uh, think? He, what, what, why do I think that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was given the fictional country because there's no country in Africa that is like Wakanda. Like, so, oh, so it's more of a it's, fantasy environment. It's a thing, fantasy so. environment. I, th- I think it's sort of like a commentary on what, um, like what Africa could be like capable of or possible uh, like if like the West hadn't like taken it over or something like that like it, you know you know what I'm that's saying that's interesting like, yeah that's like, interesting it feels like it's, it's sort of like a here's what they should be able to do like mm-hmm. here's what they could do but then we were all jerks and went in there that's and, like, an interesting kind of, commentary like, and yeah. Wakanda's you know? also as much a character as Black Panther yeah like, Wakanda is yeah. as important so I think if it was like New York it'd be like well we know New York right, right. so it doesn't feel yeah. as like Wakanda's got such a rich history and the characters got such a rich history because of that it adds another level that I think if we had a city that we knew it wouldn't play and I know that there's other fantasy cities out there I mean obviously Namor Atlantis I mean yeah. it's kind of like a given but according to the internet it's yeah. real Atlantis is down there you can find it I went and saw that movie in theaters I don't know why I was obsessed with Atlantis but I learned later that Joss Whedon had a hand in making it so maybe that's why but, oh, the, the, the Disney, Disney film movie? Yeah, I, 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 I really liked that movie, that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it what? I, I didn't see it's that. actually well, very good. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah, uh, but anyway, so Everett Ross, for those of you who don't know, cool. it was like um, I can't remember the writer uh, who started the series, but it was like back in the mid '90s, I believe. I want to say Chris something. I'm probably wrong. Good old Chris. I've read like the first like <laughs> oh yeah, Chris first, like couple okay. graphics of it. Uh, it's very good. But uh, the very first time you ever meet Everett Ross, he's like. In his underwear, with a pistol pulled out, standing up on a toilet, terrified of a mouse. Fantastic. Yeah. That's the very first frame you ever see. Ever Martin Ross. Freeman. So when they cast Martin Freeman, like all of us who are who are familiar with Everett Ross, were like, yes, "Oh my god, totally. Everett Ross! This he's got to be yeah. Everett Ross! Like he's this totally works, Everett yeah. Ross!" Yeah, yeah. yeah well, like, that, that's what I was gonna say. Like because Everett Ross that. I've always associated yeah. with from what I've seen in the, of him in the comics and I'm nowhere near as flush out of an expert as you are or Koi over here um, he's like a quintessential coward um, he yeah. is that, that coward in a business suit and um, I'm having a hard time depicting Martin Freeman as any he's kind of getting typecast the thing is is he, he aside from John Watson who does a oh, lot yeah, of there he is yeah, yeah but uh, aside from John Watson really like for the most part and and I guess and of so course in, in Hitchhiker's Guide, but but even then he started off as a coward. As a coward, I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, Martin Freeman just does such a great job. He of, does. Key Brains said Christopher Priest wrote it. Thank so you. I knew it was, it was a Chris. Something. And thank you, Key Brains. Thank you, Key Brains. Wait, my brains? My ah, brains? Key Brains. It just had to get to you. It was wow. cycling through. Wow. Well, my my brain it's is self aware on the internet every time we do this show. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Like that was really like that it's was news, great. and I was like, yeah. I felt like that was like wasn't so much news. It was like Matt Key, you were right. I was like, thanks, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Marvel. Uh, but anyway, we've also got and th- like by the way, I, I have our uh, all of this stuff up on the website geekgirlauthority.com if you want to go see all these pictures because I know we also have like a large mm. iTunes audience. Yeah. So for those of you uh, driving in your car, when you get to work or you get back home, just 
jump on the Geek Girl Authority, look for Marvel Movie News, and you can see all the pictures and everything there that we're talking about. Because uh, we've also got a, a great, like, the first, like, actual publicity publicity picture of uh, Crossbones and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it'll just look, he looks so good. Like, you yeah, can see his eyes and, like, just like seeing his eyes. He looks like a mofo, that guy. Yeah. They did a great job on that. I uh, love that actor, man. Frank yeah. is fantastic. So happy, by the way, to see Scarlet Witch in the red. Mm-hmm. Right. Like more jacket. classic. Oh, yeah. Like more classic red. Oh, yeah. So and happy. the hunch. Like, she's like so, I mean, she's a beautiful actress, but the, the witch flavoring with her, yeah. like, it just, it's so perfect. So good. And it's so the character. Like, the current Scarlet Witch comic is brilliant. And this. Oh, so good. It this feels so like good. that to yeah. me. Like, this has so much casting on her, I thought. Yeah. yeah. They did such a good job. It, like that was the only casting that Mar- that's like one of few times Marvel's done casting where I was like I don't know I'm gonna really? have to I'm gonna have to watch really? this one and then I saw I was like yep okay I'm on board see I'm Liz, on board. I think Liz Olsen's like such a talented young actress no she's an amazing actress but like I just didn't see her as the, yeah. in the part of Scarlet Witch oh I see um, just killing it. But she 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 was she was dead on. I kind of felt bad for the Avengers when it came to Quicksilver because I was like, I don't know how you guys are gonna one up Quicksilver from Days right. of Future Past because yeah. he was he was almost he was almost a show stealer for that movie. Oh, 100 percent. And then yeah. they know that for the next one, they're giving him yeah. so much more time. Which is, yeah. have, you, have you heard about like how they're doing the next one? No, like, no, no, no. So they spent six weeks filming just his sequence. No kidding. There's one sequence. No six weeks. Oh, just so his excited. one sequence. What? Um, and uh, I can't remember how many cameras they used, how many f- uh, feet of film, but it was mm-hmm. all on Phantom. They actually had a rig that pulled a camera, a Phantom camera back at like 50 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I have so, this, I have this wacky theory about Quicksilver though, the way he was shot. Yeah. The thing is, is to be moving is, okay, this is where I get super geeky here. But sure. The thing it. is to be moving the way he was moving and to have things still happening in real time for himself, for example, mm-hmm. for like, for example, this is the thing that caught me was like, if he was moving at his speed, there's no way he was going to be able to hear yeah. the music in his headphones. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So uh, little things like that and the way he was interacting with the world around him kind of made me think like I think Quicksilver might actually be altering space time, time as opposed yeah. to running insanely fast. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's how the Flash does it. Like, yeah, like he's a part of the, the speed, speed force, force right, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah no, it's, I, I, I had that same thought too. I was like watching, I was like, no, nah, that music would be a little bit different unless he like sped up the music to go at like his speed, but he... Which he is entirely possible. We need, to get, we need to get DeCrass Tyson in here to yeah. Yeah. like, hey, yeah. he, he would be able to hear I'll it. call him right now. Yeah, let's just get him on the phone. That is a good point, though. Uh, so anyway, let's move on uh, to uh, Heroic Hollywood reported this week that the Russos said uh, that uh, the consequences of Civil War will have an even more significant impact than Winter Soldier mm. uh, and that it has a very dramatic ending that will be controversial for oh, a lot no. of people. Oh no, someone's going to die. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, oh. it's someone's dying. Someone's going to die. And and like, it's pretty much like Captain Iron Man. I, just, I hope yeah. they don't do how they ended the Civil War comics with Cap because that was just like I th- gut-wrenching. I think I it's either going to be that or they'll twist the comic fans and make an Iron Man. And make an Iron Man. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. going to be Iron Man. Although, wouldn't it be I crazy? Really wouldn't it be crazy if that, if, if, because in the, because in the ending of Civil War comic, it was an agent of Red Skull that did it, right? Was that it, the way it was, was it, it was Agent 13, but she was right, being right, mind-controlled. Yeah. Right, right, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Guys, so, this is really easy. Whose contracts are up? Yeah. Whose contracts <laughs> exactly. are coming up with Marvel? We're going we're gonna to IMDb this it, right yeah. now. And, and they can all come back from the Is RDJ looking, <laughs> looking like his contract's up? Because yeah. that might be what, what's going on here. Uh, I mean, I, Chris I, Evans did say he wanted to do a lot more directing, mm-hmm. and then he wanted to step out of Cap eventually. So this might be his exit. Can you imagine? 
Well, I mean, they've got they've got two good candidates to take over yeah. the yeah. mantle with Bucky and That's Sam Wilson. True. That's true. Yeah. So, fact, and, and they, they don't really have another true. Iron Man, but Iron like Robert Downey, like just talking like contractually, like you were like. He's his contract is up. They had a renegotiated for thinking about this for Civil War. Guys, he needs a couple more up. islands. He'll do more movies. Yeah. Oh my I love that Junior's just like, hey, I make a lot of money, but also my homies need money too. Like that Downey Junior's yeah. been defending his Avengers like a leader, yeah. and like getting them raises as he yes, goes along. I, is the but, I, but I do oh, like oh, to man. imagine that like Downey Junior now has enough cash to go like buy Isla Nub, is it Isla Nublar? <laughs> Nublar, he's gonna yeah. go uh, form his own like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic yeah. Park. Like I would love to see Downey Junior be like, uh, yeah, w- welcome to uh, w- welcome to Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, we spare yeah. no expense. It's just <laughs> tons of little Downey Juniors running around though. <laughs> it's not dinosaurs; it's little clones of Robert Downey Junior. But like they yeah. all have like tiny arms. Like, <laughs> I'm just picturing the image that the iconic image of him from Iron Man one with his arms open and just like <laughs> dinosaurs behind him, right? Uh, Fan fiction, so guys. Uh, so yeah, also in that same Empire yeah. article. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is also said to appear as Pepper Potts Yay. at some point in the film. I love her uh, as Pepper. Which, uh, again, like, cool. it seemed like the Empire articles seemed to say, like, she came in for reshoots for the end of the film. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, wait, is, like, am I reading into that? Because, like, I really think Iron Man's gonna die. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, but, like, if Pepper Potts would make sense to come in and be like, you killed Iron Man. But it's harder to, but you can't, see, because the Bucky and Cap thing, that's, set up, that's a great setup for that's a replacement. That's a great setup. But who replaces Iron Man if he dies? And yeah. Pepper Man's, Potts as rescue? That, it would be pretty awesome. But, I mean, Iron, somebody, Iron Man obviously has to be there for Infinity War. Well, that's the thing. Right? Anybody that dies can come back. because the Or, that's or true. Don Cheadle's War Machine. Really doesn't Don have, Sh- dude, I would love to see... What am I thinking? Like, he, he's a, he would be a perfect replacement for Iron Man. He's replaced him in the comics before. I so. would love to see Don Cheadle. I would love to see way more War Machine and Don yeah. Cheadle. I would love I to see that. I don't know. For some reason, I don't see him going that direction. You don't see him? I do not see them killing Iron Man that way. I don't think they do Iron see Marvel doing it. I don't see Disney doing it. They said controversial. You know what I mean? That's the it's whole point. Co- it's, they said it's controversial, and the other thing is Cap that seems more controversial than Iron Man to me. I think it'll be a breaking point for Tony. Because right? he's such a mantle? Like a mantlepiece Marvel yes. character? More well, so than uh, Iron Man? No. MCU, Iron Man's the big dog. In comics, no, Cap is the big because dog. It's, because it's Captain America. Because it's what he represents. I'm, I'm thinking more... I, I'm, I think you guys are thinking more in terms of the comic book fans. I'm thinking more mm. of how Marvel is thinking this is going to affect the general public who might not have ever picked up a comic before in their so life. So they're like geopolitically killing America. Yes, yes. That's Got kind it. of what okay. I'm wondering. That makes sense. And, and it does reflect the comics, be, so it's interesting how they'll handle we've, it. We've right. got some really good theories here, guys. Also, yeah. gotta move on. Iron guys, Man makes them the most money. Yep. Matt, Voice of Doom here. Voice of Doom! For what it's worth, uh, Chris Evans has one movie left on his contract after Civil War. I wonder if they'll save that for him. So Flashback. That's, he's Flashback. already sort of Flashback. leaked that he's working on Infinity War by saying that he's shooting a movie in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh. That, an unnamed movie shooting in the same place as Infinity War. Also, like when, when I talked to the Russos in, in New Orleans, <laughs> when I <coughs> talked to the Russos, Russos yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they said like they were ta- when they were talking about the genre differences between uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War and then talking about how that's going to be different from Infinity War, 
they then went on to say, you know, Captain America definitely has a large part in Infinity War, but it's not based on his character the way the other two films were. Interesting. So, like, and that they, was they like say Captain be... America or Steve Rogers. They said Captain America, yeah, but, but he, like, he's awesome. it was like in the same breath as like talking about how like it's out of Steve Rogers' character. So I don't know. I, it would be huh. so awesome to see Bucky become. Yeah, Cap, Cap and yeah. then and to see and to see Tony have to deal with Cap's death and the repercussions that. Yeah. But like vice versa, because see, Cap, is, Cap is starting. Cap is the one who's starting the war. That's like, true. It, the war but is coming out of his decisions, more or less. In the so. comics, in the comics, it, it was it was it was a it was it was Tony. You know, it was kind of Shield that set the that set the powder keg off eventually, right? When they tried to arrest Cap on the helicarrier. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know because the thing is, is it's like it, I always I always think back to like Battlestar Galactica and how the character Hilo was like the moral center of the entire show. He was yeah. the incorruptible center. I kind of feel like even with the controversial decisions that he's making, Cap is going to be that. I think he's just to be the moral center, and Tony's yeah. going to. I think his death is going to be what's going to make Tony realize uh, is going to make Tony finally because Tony's always hated. He's like in the movies, he's always been like really just like oh, shut up already. Like yeah. he's like kind of sick of that Boy Scout stuff. I think Tony. I think this is what's going to wake Tony up to what it is to really be a hero because that's kind of what he's been struggling with since the beginning of the True. films, right? Here, but here, let, let me throw this out, and then we need to move on yeah, to Black yeah, Panther yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. But uh, Downey Jr. has been the center. The centerpiece character for Marvel's right. like Phase One and Two. Right. Moving right. into Phase Three, it's wacky cuckoo bananas, really? like Captain Marvel, Guardians Two, oh, you're right. Doctor yeah. Strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, Inhumans is ending like Phase Three, like but no it's wacky. They don't have the rights. I'm so upset about Fox. That. Fox, yeah. All my favorites, none of them. Ghost Rider, yeah. Silver Surfer have just been totally screwed. I think Ghost Rider's back at Marvel, but oh we've skipped it about. We're skipping okay. it about. Skip it about. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, skip it about. Uh, Black Panther. Joe Robert Cole, the writer, uh, talked about Wakanda, African culture, and getting it all right. Uh, we've got a lot of quotes. I'm only going to throw one out there. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, we've got our first image of Black Panther with his uh, his hood off. Oh, so, check that out, dude. Uh, it's like, oh, we've seen Black Panther. Now we've seen Shadow Prince Boston. T'Challa. Oh, uh, yes. I'm so, so happy for that actor, man. He is just... Dude. At the Marvel event, like, that they threw a couple years ago where they, re- like, released the whole slate mm-hmm. and they had, like, uh, Downey Jr. Chris Evans come out to talk about Civil War. Uh-huh. And then they're like, well, I guess we're just going to have to... Uh, get someone else to side with us and they're like Black Panther like Chadwick Bosman comes out and no one knew that <laughs> like that was where they announced he was playing Black Panther uh-huh. like the crowd went bananas oh, it was awesome, awesome. So, happy uh, so anyway I, awesome. I just want to point out uh, that one of the quotes that he said about the advanced <clears throat> technology mm-hmm. uh, actually let me say this one uh, doing justice to Wakanda and African culture uh, he said um it's a process of investigation to help inform the story at this point, but we are going to be engaged with consultants who are experts on the continent and African history and politics because good. they good, want good, good. to like they want to make Wakanda like an actual real place rooted in actual like good. actual history like yeah. um, it, like rooted there um, in like a, a culture that like could actually exist if it had been allowed to grow you know yeah. so uh, but then going on to advanced technology. Uh, the writer said, that's one of the many questions that excite me. I think you try to extrapolate from the early civilizations and cultures of the continent, kind of looking for unique ways they set themselves apart from Western civilizations and then pursue those avenues technologically and see where it takes you. So it's more like basically what he's saying is, what were they doing a thousand years ago? What sort of innovations could they have made um, without interference? Because that's like one of the things about Wakanda is it's so isolated. It's mm-hmm. it's free from interference from anyone else. So they're allowed to advance themselves. And they're such an old culture. 
they could, you know. So um, that's one of the things he's saying. Like, it's we start with this one thing, it becomes this, it leads to this, it leads like they're like reverse engineering, like hmm. a civilization. Yeah. So uh, I'm ex- like the fact that hmm. they're putting that much thought into it. They're going to consultants. They're talking to those kinds of people. That's pretty smart. <laughs> Because I am so like, and I, yeah. I finally got the chance to see Creed this past weekend. So I haven't seen it yet. I yeah, can't believe either. I haven't seen oh, it. Yet. I'm so upset. Oh my god! It. I like the Been really busy. The <laughs> second thought I had leaving that that theater, like like, because my first thought was, oh my god, that's one of the best films I've seen in a long time. Yeah. My second thought was, oh my god, Black Panther, because like right. Ryan Coogler is directing it, right, like, right, right. and. Oh my god! I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited for this. So uh, yeah, and I imagine, I imagine. I mean, not only from not only coming from a storytelling standpoint of wanting to do it justice and mm-hmm. get it right, not just from the comics, but also to to make sure that you're being. You're not just being a Hollywood filmmaker that's assuming they know mm-hmm. what they know about African American culture or African uh, culture right, or right. any kind of like black culture at all, and just like making a film about it and then yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's I mean uh, Disney and Marvel it sounds like I mean Marvel's always I I mean you guys can correct me on this but it always seems like they've actually done it when it comes to comics mm-hmm. especially they've done a, a better job. At being a little more inclusive and a little more sensitive, a with better regards. one, a better one. I, mean, I did say better. Some I, years. Yeah, it's taken some time. It's taken some time. I, like, I'll give them this: they were one of the first uh, mainstream comic book publishers to start really putting forth an effort. Right. I'll say that maybe. Yeah. Well, um, and like if you just look at their their lineup right now, with their all new, all different, like it's all new and it's all different. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they've got a, a lot of Spider Man. I mean, yeah, but I mean one they're killing like, it now. Like you know, Ms. like African American, Hispanic, and like Miss Marvel's like one, or uh, yeah, Miss Marvel like is the first like Muslim, like any yeah, character. Yeah. Like, right? They are just like, and she's like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's, it's wonderful that we can say yeah. all of this. We could but have been saying it 10, 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. We could have been, you know. Yeah. Um, and that that's just you know, and and things with uh, like for example with Black Panther, like it's it's kind of weird actually the way it's coming back around, and it's kind of an amazing point on mm-hmm. the way media will recycle itself and mm-hmm. rejuvenate itself because yeah. Black Panther came was born out of that whole kind of civil rights movement back mm-hmm. what I found fascinating is that Black mm-hmm. Panther the character was before the Black Panther movement took American yeah, hold yeah, yeah, and yeah. they yeah. actually changed the character name during the Black Panther movement because they were like we don't want to be associated he's just a great character like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the fact that we're now dealing with the country of Wakanda being invented with such delicacy is amazing and such like we're researching like you said we're investing and I love that we're taking the time to make it count because it's important right like we're going through and doing this right and they need to because this is a character that needs to exist and needs to be rich and that's why I love like I said that we're investing these characters early that way we don't spend two hours like meet 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 oh no like we'll have met them and then we can dive into the so I'm really excited it's it's one of my most anticipated and like they're they're saying that Black Panther is going to be the one the big one that's setting up Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, um, which I I don't know how, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and interesting. How, how awesome was Luke Cage and Jessica Jones? Like that was. That's uh, our next. Well, that's coming up soon. Let's, uh, okay, let's we'll hold re- off on that. Yeah, one. Let's let's talk. But, very well, quick. I mean, just kind of sorry. I know you're gonna skip it, but I'm withholding um, it. Jessica Jones did a fantastic job. They could have easily ruined mm-hmm. Jessica Jones and mm-hmm. the the you know kind of bestial test piece that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I think we're going to see the same thing with Black Panther. They're going to, it's going to walk the line. But I mean, it's no secret that, like I was saying, it's a hot, it's in culture right now. We need something yeah. like this, and yeah. they yeah, need to do it totally. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Aww, thanks, That's for you, Marisha. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Couch. Thank Jeez. you, Cosmic Couch. Uh, so Wolverine is confirmed to uh, have been rated R. Oh, they and confirmed it. <laughs> was always going to be, but they're saying it was oh. always going to be like, <laughs> like that Hugh Jackman when he went to them and said, "Hey, you guys want to do Wolverine three? I'm willing to do it only if it's rated R because I want to be able to just like claws out go." So I like just, the idea that it's slowly getting better. Like Wolverine Origins was like hard bad, and the last one was like that's a movie, and now yeah. Hugh Jackman's like. Hey, so it's my last time. I'm gonna release this image of me giving the middle finger with a you know, nah, 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 and then just like diving into hard R. I want yeah. a berserker rage. I want to see people get eviscerated. I want to yeah. see intestines. Yeah. I want to see like Wolverine get so destroyed he has to rebuild himself and yeah. he's like rotting and yeah. on fire. Like Wolverine style. Yeah, I want to like, see him like my legs are over there, right? Yeah. And like getting shot and ripped apart and like hard R. I want. Totally. Now we get it. And yeah. that's that's a character that we shouldn't. The only thing I'm worried about with Deadpool doing so well is that the studio is getting the wrong idea of mm-hmm. what yeah. that means. That means. Mm-hmm. So the idea that Wolverine being R makes sense. That's a, that's an R-rated character yeah. that works. Punisher, R-rated character. We don't need dark, edgy booster gold. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, and yeah. I really dark, edgy, so Howard the Duck. Yeah, like we don't need to go into that world. Like Miles Morales in a hard R noir. Like we don't need that. So I'm really excited that they're picking a character that deserves R to test yeah. the waters Frank Miller further. Does yeah, like Silver Surfer. Silver like why? Surfer. Like, why? So I'm really excited that they're picking a character to test because like once can be a fluke. But yeah. twice is a rule, and then three times is a phenomenon. So if they do Wolverine, they go two. Right. It does well. I'm really excited. I love the idea of Artable. And yeah. Deadpool is completely revolved around breaking the fourth wall right. and being more of a social walls, statement. And, right. And that, that, yeah, like you said, we <laughs> hope that people don't get the wrong idea. Half a billion dollars. Every studio is getting an idea. I just don't think it's the right idea. Right idea. Yeah. They're, they're probably not. Yeah, probably not. I'm, I'm going to give them some credit because Deadpool exists. <laughs> I had not been given credit until Deadpool existed. Now <laughs> I get I full carte blanche. Please, studios, keep proving me wrong. Fox, you're killing it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so M- Mitchell Smith on, on Twitter, who I believe is probably listening along, says that uh, Wakanda has an infinity gem for thousands of years and that's why they are advanced. That's right. Uh, and then Thanos comes for it and tries to destroy them. So I don't know that that's necessarily like comic book canon like they've I mean I they've they'll do that. he's had like infinity gems before but like a lot of people in the Marvel yeah. Universe have, have they've had kind of danced around but that. It, it would be interesting if maybe like somehow like the advanced technology is somewhat related to the infinity gem that would be interesting so I, yeah. like the power no the power power gem was in Guardian so yeah, uh, yeah. um I've been obsessed with the Infinity Gauntlet since that issues first came out because that was when I was a kid and yeah. that was the first time I saw the Marvel Universe die. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, that blew my mind. I had never seen like Spider-Man getting his head smashed in with a rock and, and, and Iron Man getting decapitated and Scott suffocating and Hulk being eaten by... This. One of my one of my favorite panels in that is like Cyclops goes to shoot Thanos with oh, a beam yeah. and, and like Thanos just goes like that and a box appears around yeah, his, over his head, head and like the laser just bounces around in his face as he yeah. suffocates. I'm and like, oh my god! Thor getting shattered to glass and just... Oh, I mean, it's so brutal. Like, I kept telling yeah. people who weren't familiar with him, like, just prep yourself. But the thing was, is, like, in the movies, the way they're dancing around it, I don't remember the Vision ever having an Infinity Gem on his he didn't. forehead. He didn't. I, when they did that, I was like, holy hell, they're setting, they're going for the high stake. Because the moment that happened, I put my head, to, my hand in my head, and I'm like, oh my god, Vision's going to die. Yeah, yeah, like, immediately, we're <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he's Vision's dead. It's a death die. sentence. Because Thanos is coming for that little like, rock. Like, either that or, like, they're going to have to find a way to, like, 
bring him back to life in some way. But right. like, I mean, he dies in the in in the yeah. in the Infinity fight horribly, yeah. like everybody else. But yeah, no. Um, I, so anyway, I wanted uh, I wanted to throw that shout out to Mitchell, so who who has a. I, I thought that's a thank you, that's Mitchell. A good theory, yeah. That's a good point. So let's jump over. Do you ha- do you have anything? You you moved your hand. No, I was giving deuces to Mitchell. Oh, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's jump over to Netflix where they've got a little show coming out called Luke Cage. Uh, we got a we got our first Sweet. official kind of like super official image of Luke Cage. Uh, I think like late last week, uh, just like a Luke Cage poster. There it is. That's he so looks awesome. good. Uh, I like it. I'm it's on good. board. Simple. Yep. I like, like the kind of like 1980s stripper mm-hmm. Luke the thing, font yeah, right? he's got going. The on. thing that I freaking love about Luke Cage and his and the way they portray him in Jessica Jones is he is such an immeasurable badass that he yeah. doesn't feel the need to ex- exert it on everything. Sure. You know what He's I mean? Just yeah. a no, he can have, yeah, he'll he take can the have hits purple he can. spearmint rhino font and yeah. he can own that. He, yeah. he doesn't need to pull yeah. his balls out. You know true. what I mean? Like, yeah. This is a guy like in a bar fight. He he wasn't, he could have killed everybody. But he held back. And yeah. he was letting them he was letting them get their hits in to give him a chance to like, okay, maybe you should not do this. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I liked about Luke Cage is because there's just this it, it's very quiet. There's like this subtle nobility to that character that I really enjoyed in Jessica Jones. He was he was a it's monolith. A good way to say it, yeah. yeah. Nobility? Yeah. Really? I thought he was, I, that's strong. What? You I, think so? no, I would say I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I took him more as a guy who desperately hates the abilities that have been thrust upon him. Yeah, I always thought he was excited by him. Yeah. Uh, maybe I not feel excited like he about was dodging that. He maybe, was like, man, maybe I'm not excited with this. I, I don't feel like he was excited about how he got them. Sure. Yeah. However, that was. I, I feel like he like well, they haven't established. He it quietly yeah. owns it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yeah, I've got this power. Because when and him and Jessica were talking over like over coffee or, or whatever, they were having burritos. That it was like the morning yeah. after they had shagged, and and it was like they were sitting there, and he was just he was so excited to meet somebody else that had powers. Yeah. And so he's asking all these questions that clearly he's been wanting to ask a long time. Like, right. I remember him having that conversation where he's like, "Do, do you have your own suit? Like, do you like do you know yeah. anybody else?" And but yeah, yeah, I mean, I found that excitement derivative because of his excitement oh, finally, finally finding someone else. Whereas before, it can be very lonely, being like, "Man, I'm just I'm alone. I'm just yeah, I'm just I'm just a guy, and now I'm a freak of nature. I'm just a bill." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get on to the big thing that happened uh, recently and that is Deadpool making 500 million dollars that's, that's it and we're okay, cool. show. thanks everybody thanks everybody it was so good talking to y'all uh, uh, the, the newest uh, Daredevil trailer came out this morning yeah. uh, at, at our, the poll our Twitter poll uh, had it uh, like I think it was 50-50 people thought it would come out after our show because that's what Marvel tends to like to do to us is <laughs> oh now that you guys are done recording why don't you wait a week yeah, to talk about it. this awesome <laughs> thing like Doctor Strange uh, like the Entertainment Weekly stuff that literally like very literally dropped five minutes after we stopped recording <laughs> awesome it was just like oh, come just on. like walking out oh, of come thing, like, oh they're, come they're on screwing, they're screwing I was like yes. with me come, like, come on Come on, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, this, this new this new uh, Daredevil trailer came out, yeah. and uh, it's it's fancy. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so it is fancy. fancy. It's, it's a fancy good time. I uh, I have to say, I really uh, I, I dug it. Yeah, I dug it totally. I yeah. dug it. No, I'm, I'm still 
I'm still riding such a high that they're bringing Frank Castle into it because oh he God. was also one of my all-time favorite Marvel yeah. characters. Same here. And the line, the line is, mm-hmm. the, the line is, uh, uh, you're just one bad day away from being me. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's oh. so Punisher, so good. But then, but then you have Elektra who comes in, and she is a dyed-in-the-wool, cold-blood like mofo. Like she yeah. is a machine oh, of doom. <laughs> I want to comment on the three as separate entities: the teaser being one flavor, trailer one being another and trailer 2 the being trailer completely today. different. Yeah. I love that Daredevil has 13 hours to have such scope that I'm not worried about a show where Punisher, Elektra, who knows who's hiding, yeah. Kingpin. I'm not worried at all because in, what, four minutes, I've seen enough diversity of tone and flavor mm-hmm. that yeah. all fits in this umbrella that they've created that I think they can handle it. All yeah. three of those trailers were completely different, or one, two teaser trailers, mm-hmm, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they gave enough Electra, they gave enough Punisher to give me infinite confidence in the show that I already had, but even yeah. more. And Electra looks like Electra. So good. Yeah, she does. Like, she's, she's so like, good. in two and a half minutes, I fell in love with an actress I didn't know. Like, yeah. she Elodie can fight. Young, yeah. She's so gorgeous. And, and she's Electra. She exudes every bit of like sexy hostility sadness and that is not a flavor you get often yeah like I sexy hostility sadness is acting my yeah. god so like within two and a half minutes I was just like tell or me everything it? about you yeah and that's amazing while being afraid of her and then Punisher like you said that's a character that's so hard to get right oh, god, they got yeah. that right Daredevil right her right and all I've seen is four minutes and I don't know anything about the show I, I, yeah and the actor I, and forgive me I forget his name which is ironic because I'm, I'm becoming which, a huge for fan for Punisher the guy John, John Bernthal okay so his his portrayal of Shane and Walking Dead. Oh man! Was I mean? It's just that when I heard he had been cast as the Punisher, I was like, ah, that's like, oh, yeah, totally. It's beyond yeah. perfect. Yeah. He's, and he's what was only, funny is that like I never even considered him. Yeah, neither like, did I. I. And then when even, they announced it, I was like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. He's dead on perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's his as an actor, his level of containment. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just watching him play Shane, Shane. like the ra- his, and, but it. I mean, it, he's got that like love to hate, to you, hate yeah. to love, I just want to punch him in the face. Exactly. Kind of thing if, if there's him. if there's any question of whether or not he was the right choice for yeah. Punisher, all you have to do is watch him for three seconds sitting on that park bench watching that Mary go around yeah. go dark. And, yeah. And like, if you don't see Frank Castle, then you don't know Punisher. Yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah. Perfect, it looks like John Meter Senior drew him. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like it looks yeah. like yeah, yeah like he yeah. broke his nose like Punisher had. She's it's just so perfect, yeah. and, and like then they, they have. If you told me two years ago there'd be a show with y- Yakuza, Hand, Electra, Punisher, Daredevil, and it wouldn't feel cluttered, like, I wouldn't believe out. you. I'd be like, oh yeah, I saw Daredevil too, bro. Like, yeah. how yeah. is that even a thing? And then this show just does it. Well, let me let me let me bring this up. We Theory, we know from uh, from a, a few different like interviews and stuff like that that we meet the Punisher in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like here's Punisher, so. What I've noticed in the, in the between the two trailers is in the first trailer with Punisher, we saw Daredevil in a completely different suit, and then we see him mm-hmm. in a completely different suit in this one. Oh yeah. So here's here's my theory based purely on that. Uh, it starts off with Punisher as kind of the big bad, like for for the first two, three, four episodes. Daredevil's handling that. His suit gets ruined in the whole process. It's probably mm-hmm. shot to hell. Um, and uh, he he gets out of it. He and Frank Castle come to sort of like a all right, look, I don't agree with your methods, but what you're doing is noble sure. in some way. Like, you're taking yeah. you're taking out the trash the only way you know how. Try to keep the damage a little bit less, you know? And they become, like, allies in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Electra comes in, like, just as soon as, like, 
Murdoch's about to like, oh, got that one off and my back. And a wedge. And then she comes in, and he's like, oh, come on, what's next? Yeah. And he and Frank Castle have now, together, the two of them, taken out, like they say in the trailer, well, the hand has been hibernating while you took out all the competition. Mm -hmm. And I think the first couple episodes are them wiping out the competition yeah. and then Electra coming in and that's why he's got like a new suit and this and everything else I think Electra is a little bit further in the season that's my theory I, I wonder if there's going to be like a it? moment where 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 Electra and Frank are going to be at at odds mm -hmm. and then Daredevil's going to get caught in the middle of that oh like, absolutely I wonder, yeah. you know what I mean like, like with these writers absolutely yeah, they're going to put him in that crucible there's got to be a moment I love I love when shows do that I love when writing does that when uh, you take a character and introduce him to the darker version of himself or who he'd be like Again, to use Battlestar Galactica as an example, yeah. Admiral Kane and Admiral Adama. Like Adama even says in the episode, like that would have been me if you hadn't told us to run at the beginning. Yeah. And so, in in to in Frank flat out saying that to Matt Murdock, you won like, that did away. Oh my god, me. it's I'm so sorry. good, and it, and it makes you fear for Matt because it's yeah. so. so it's true. So true. It's so yeah. true. It's true. You can see it in him. Yeah. You can see that pull to the dark side constantly working on him. And, and I love that the suit gets more and more faithful to the, the comics. And I also yeah. love that yeah. it is something that would happen. It's like clothes get rough when you fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, they clearly listen to the fans. Like he, the things that we had issues with with the costume, they're fixing and they're evolving yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, modifying. Yeah. So that is one amazing aspect of the internet. Like we we have actual access to make the things we love that are being made for us to love them change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the suit looks great. Uh, maybe one day we'll get the yellow suit. Because why not? Oh my God. <laughs> I do have one quick question, though. Yes! Um, so um, what I noticed is, what, what I thought was really interesting, is at one point in the trailer, you actually hear Electra say, Matt, you're one of the greatest fighters I've ever known. Yeah. And then it'll cut to another scene where you see Frank Castle beating the unholy hell out of Matt Murdock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it makes me wonder, like... Like, maybe we're going to see a Punisher that's actually not just a badass, but kind of scary. Like, if he can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe in a fist fight with Daredevil, like, maybe that's... I'm well, just I mean, he was special forces. I know yeah. he's special forces, like, but, he's like... driven now. Like, he yeah, is raging. That's what I'm wondering. Like, I'm wondering, because Daredevil, commonly known as the man without fear, like, what is Frank Castle? It's like the... I mean, because clearly he has nothing to live for anymore. The man who gives fear. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and Daredevil now has stuff to lose. He's got... Uh, we'll see the campaign oh, stuff in the season. We're yeah. going to see the Electro stuff in the season. Because oh. he has stuff to lose now, there's way more emotionality Interesting. there. And clearly yeah, right. Punisher has nothing to lose. We see that. We know that. Right. That's his whole character. Yeah. So one character's entire pathos being about having nothing to lose and then yeah. we're building up the man of that fear having things to lose it's not a coincidence so no. so you could say Punisher is what is 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 Daredevil is one bad Daredevil day away from becoming yeah. him exactly. yeah. like if, if, so Daredevil, good. if Daredevil were to lose Karen Page and Foggy Nelson yeah. in a violent bloodbath in front of his eyes oh, then he dude, might be the Punisher dude if we lose Foggy I'm becoming the Punisher like yeah. I'm gonna get so I'm gonna get so I, pissed. I don't think we're gonna lose Foggy but I I, I do like there. I mean, I mean Karen Page's story in the comics is not a good one. No, no. it's not. I'm really, I'm really, I get, I get so nervous because yeah. I see this and I'm like, God, I know what's going on. I know, oh, Miller, I know in season, panel, yeah, I know. season, in season one where they had her at the table, like at the table with um, oh, Wesley, yeah, and like they yeah. played that so the good. The tension was so high I was high just on like, that. oh my God, he's gonna. This is like they're gonna. 
they're going to kill Karen Payne. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. they're going to kill Karen Payne. And then they reverse it and she does it to him. I was like, when the gunshot went off, I know. Oh, yes, when that, that is gun, the best. When that gun went off, I jumped in my seat and spilled coffee on myself <laughs> and I didn't even care. I just kept staring. <laughs> I was like, You're like, I'll handle it in a minute. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> just, just burn, burn. I'll, I'll just get, burn. It's, it's okay. Yeah, What's it's going on? What's going on? Oh, oh yeah. Karen did it. It oh, means yeah. I'm alive. <laughs> but I love that because it, it basically states that we're still going to tell a good story, but you can't predict what we're going to do. Yeah. Right. Well, it's also interesting, like, Daredevil's not a character that, like, the current run on Daredevil is an incredible comic if you're not reading it. It's yeah. really good. And I love the idea that we have so much density that we can have multiple se- 13 hour seasons of a show and we haven't even touched on Bullseye yet. Yeah. Like, we've yeah. got yeah. so much, like, like it's incredible. Holy shit, you're totally right. Like, there's so much density in this that character. That didn't even right? register to me. Season yet. three, because Bullseye right. still we feel huge. Even, oh and God, and that, so is, funny. that is why, unless Bullseye gets like a secret reveal in this season. I think he's going to be the big because they're going to do a season three. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's, they're going to do it. Right. Yeah. So I think Bullseye will be the big bad in season three, and I think Murdoch will lose both Electra and Karen Page in oh, season three. Oh God, that's a good point. I wonder. See, I heard this morning, uh-huh. or no, I heard that yesterday they announced that the, that the uh, Punisher spinoff was actually just a rumor. That's not, that's the uh, that is we let's jump into that real quick right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're skipping right right skip it. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> I like how sassy her. Yeah. <laughs> The sassy scatter. <laughs> uh, so the uh, Je- Jeff Loeb uh, was talking to uh, a, 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 I think a, a podcast or a website I can't remember called Digital Spy, and he said, uh, "I think that that being the Punisher uh, series, I think that's something that people are speculating on as opposed to something that's actually happening. Is certainly our hmm. hope that any of our characters will be embraced and that people will want to see more of them." So I mean, I guess we'll see after season two of Daredevil. So yeah, I I I would say like by April we'll know. That's a, okay. That's that's fair. It sounds like they. Yeah. It sounds like they're probably hadn't planned on it, but now that they're hearing fan reaction, now they're mm-hmm. wondering if maybe they should consider it. And I, I think that they're probably they've all seen the episodes. They like they know yeah. what it looks like. They know right. how the characters coming across. So I think that there's like, oh, he's pretty good. Yeah, and it, fans are gonna like this, and we could do this. And once again, this one. Deadpool R-rated is gonna change yeah. the whole yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely and changes he, it. He so. scored big too because he he said in an interview when he was doing research for the role of Punisher that he went to comic book stores across the country uh-huh. yeah. just buying it up and he learned who Frank Castle was and now, and he's, now he's like in love with him now he's in love with him I was like yeah dude you got handed a character that's perfect for your, what you do and so. that actor's so good in every little role he has yeah. I can't wait to see him as a lead like when yeah. he pops up in movies I'm always so was, excited uh, that was the thing is like when he spoiler alert when he dies in Walking Dead um, uh, <laughs> if you're that far yeah, behind if you're that far behind you're yeah. in trouble <laughs> but when he dies in Walking Dead I remember not only feeling that that gut wrenching that Shane that Rick had to kill his best friend and all this other stuff but it was also sadness for the actor because I'm like, I'm not going to see this guy on right. the show anymore. Mm-hmm. So He's in like five minutes of We Are Your Friends, which is a Zac Efron movie that only I saw. Yeah. And every time he's on screen, you're just like, I want to know that guy's story. Yeah. So having yeah. him as Punisher, I want to know that guy's story yeah. even more. And that is why I think he might get a show. He's just, he's just, he does. I mean, and again, to reference Shane and what I'm, what I'm seeing in the Punisher, the the previews are seeing a Punisher. He's just an actor who brilliantly blends that rage with the vulnerability. It's like he, the reason why he has so much rage and darkness. Is because he's so vulnerable, yeah, and it's like I uh, just and you s- just watching him on that bench, man. I always think of that bench scene. It was it's, just him that was there. like the key. That's yeah. the key. To, yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. my question for you guys, Marisha. Ask that question. <laughs> All right, thank you for giving me the floor. You got clearance? Okay, she has clearance. I'm, I'm so I'm so thrilled. Um, do you? Think okay, so skip me, bop, bop. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I had to do it once. Um, do you? Uh, 
do you think there is a legitimate fear as a fan? Because I'm sure Marvel and Disney has already thought about this fear of potential oversaturation with so many spinoff series. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a. Last week, I talked about how I'm really happy DC exists and their style of existing and like the way they're doing their movies. And I think a lot of fans misinterpreted uh-huh. that. I'm super <laughs> positive about like the fact that the gods. Uh, it's, a, it's a god universe versus an underdog universe. I think if DC didn't exist, we'd be more likely to have Marvel be oversaturated because everything would feel one way. But with the dichotomy mm-hmm. of the Superman-type characters, with the dichotomy of how Zack Snyder's building this universe, it allows there to be more characters and have less oversaturation because we see the polarity. So I think having Netflix exist even as often as it does now, or more, as long as we have more broad and general heroes and, and, and more epic heroes, it won't make anything feel wrong because it's more of a genre than it is a, a single isolated yeah. incident. You know, Langley, Langley Neely actually brings up a really good point here in the chat channel. Langley usually does. Langley's he, a smart man. Uh, he, he said that uh, Punisher plays better bouncing off other people. Yeah. Right. And I think that actually, I think that might be tying into perfectly what you were just it's saying, Essentially, Marisha. yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. He's kind, he's as kind much of like as we Hulk, love like them. It's, it's hard to do yeah. it. A Hulk movie, like right, you by know, himself. so right. Like he was great in the comics, but I mean, it, maybe Punisher. Is, I hate saying this because I want to see more Punisher, but maybe Punisher is perfectly cast as somebody who plays alongside Daredevil or sure. off of I Daredevil. Mean, it's per- as perfect in the universe, certainly. Yeah, right. yeah which yeah, is yeah, why yeah. maybe like a, him having a and stronger I'm, presence in like an Electro spinoff yeah, might yeah, yeah, be yeah, yeah. where I'm. I'm happier. Or like a maybe. team up of Electra and Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the body just, count. The totally. body count would be they would just call, that would be there a, in a that would be It'd be so there. That's what they would call the series Body Count. Oh, and, body then, count. and, then, and then there could be something body body count. maybe something is maybe something happens between Frank and and, Dare, and Electra and then and then yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Hey, I got Doom has a question for all of you. Um do you think that Punisher would fit better in a into as a fifth member of the Defenders hmm. since that series? Uh, I did I did a breakdown recently of like all of the Marvel properties coming out in the next like five years. It's an insane number. There's a lot because um, if Netflix incre- if, barring Netflix increasing their output, we're looking at Daredevil and Luke Cage this year. Iron Fist and Jessica Jones season two next year in 2017, which pushes Defenders and whatever the whatever would be technically Netflix phase three or phase two if you will uh, to 2018 so a Punisher series would that would put it at least three to four years out at this point Mm -hmm. so maybe they're holding off on development because they just don't know yeah that makes sense and at this at this point um, what Marvel's been really good with as opposed to DC where you have to watch four shows just to keep up to date yeah. Uh, Marvel has done a good job pacing their content so that fans never feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Right. They're also independent while referencing each other, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And hard to do. The writing, go, go, good. Good job, writers. Thank you. Good yeah. job. Good, good job, job, job. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, good, like with the oversaturation, like, I think that that's certainly a possibility. I think that at some point, like. Oh, we'll get there. The bubble's going to burst. It'll, it'll but slow right down. Now, I am happy. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> right now, like, it's a feeding frenzy of wonder and. I've gotten to see Beauty. Deadpool five times, um, and in four weeks I get to see Batman fight Superman. It's pretty I, sweet. I got to be honest. I was burning out big time on superhero stuff, which yeah. I didn't think was possible until Daredevil and Jessica Jones hit Netflix. Yeah, and they yeah. just opened it up, uh, all the love for it again. Because I mean, everything was so bombastic and huge and earth shattering, and now all of a sudden you've got the Devil Kitchens. The, so, devil, I mean, the, the Devil's the, Kitchen. The polarity. Stories. We have two options, yeah. and that's yeah. amazing. And that's what I think is going to prevent. It, ironically, having more, but having more different, I think, is going to prevent us from having burnout. So, yeah, it'll happen yeah. eventually, but soon. Yeah, sure. Uh, so anyway. It's 
like just jumping back into Daredevil real quick. Yeah. Uh, I did notice a couple of different things that I wanted to point out. Mm-hmm. We saw him do a Billy Club bounce off of a wall, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Oh, that's right, he did. Well, yeah, that's like right. in the hall, like. I think every single episode is going to pay pay homage to the hallway fight scene from season one because <sighs> we've so seen good. like three different fight scenes Earth so shattered. far, like in the trailers. Yeah. I think every single like every single episode is going to be like, oh god, here Daredevil's got into another hallway. It's oh, just so, it's going to be crazy in the hallway. It was just the best. That was scene, so that was so I mean, good. It's, it's easy to it's easy to sort of dismiss this as sort of like fanboy or fangirl like obsession because it's a comic book show and blah blah blah. Sure. but that really really was one of the cinematic masterpieces of the past it was like really 15 was. years that Amazing. shot was incredible and to me like as a you know a martial artist and I don't know right. you know you do this as well Eric it was the most real fight mm-hmm. yeah that he, he got I, ever he got winded he had to stop and be like ah oh. He was exhaustion was becoming a huge enemy. Yeah. Uh, it's like what, weeks now, right? yeah. yeah, March eighteenth. What's so funny though is that they made like they did exhaustion and it wasn't boring. Like they made the like the you're exhaustion like, was exhilarating. Like, no, no, move, move. Yeah. You've got to keep moving, dude. Chris Brewster killing it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's friends with the stunt guy who did that uh, whole scene. Uh, if you guys so ever get a chance, just to just to just to put a cap on this, if you ever get a chance, uh, Kevin Smith did a, a speech at the at this last year's Geeky Awards, which yeah. I think is on YouTube, where he explains what it was like being a geek, being passionate about comic books, and his love for Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that scene about try, sitting his wife down and trying to get his wife to understand why he loves Daredevil so much and what that scene meant to him. And uh, I encourage. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but the payoff at the end is is astounding. Oh, it's so worth it. it. It's like a, he. It's like an eight minute like monologue that he does where he just explains every shot to his wife. And like he, you got to see it. If if it's up on YouTube, please oh, go find it. it. It's up. totally worth it. Yeah. Uh, Scooby moving on uh, we also have like a really great shot of like Daredevil like rescuing someone like falling down a building mm-hmm. and he's holding onto a rope and oh, he's right. reaching yeah. out to hold her and I'm like oh my god does he have the the the, the billy clubs and the, the ropes and he's rappling oh, and he's gonna go swing yeah. and it's gonna be, be so all over cool. the, oh my god so cool. oh my god are we actually getting that like <laughs> oh oh my god I'm so it's this trailer like the first trailer with Punisher was like Oh, oh no. Oh, this is so oh no. Like the Punishers, oh this is bad. Oh, I yeah. can't wait for this. <laughs> but this trailer was oh this is Daredevil. Okay. Yeah, this last okay. one was more intense. I opened You're the right comic though, they, book they this totally, morning, uh, yeah. yeah. They totally Quentin Tarantino did. They were like, this one's going to be a martial arts trailer. This one's going to be an old yeah, Western right? trailer. It's really interesting how they could do that and huh. still feel all of them to the umbrella. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So let's, let's address this very quickly. Okay. The Hand. Uh, what the f are they up to? I don't know, but they're they're scary in this they, show. No, they're, they're scary. So like, but the the quote that they had was um, that they've been hibernating. Mm-hmm. That Daredevil has now cleaned out all the bad guys, and the rising is coming, and you cannot stop when yeah. we get started. The stakes are so high. Like, and his sensei, his master, the guy who Stick, teaches him, yeah. Stick, who by the way is probably one of my all time favorite characters. Period. Now, so good. Ways. So good. Um, I've loved that actor ever since I first saw him on The Hunt for the Red October. He played uh, the captain of the USS. Dallas on Hunt for October. Oh I can't remember God. his name, but he was—he's such a brilliant actor who, who we no, never—we've never seen he his. Killed it role, yeah. But um, Stick, when he's giving that speech about when he's all he says is they're called the hand. Mm-hmm. The way I mean, the way he's saying it, the way that scene is going down, it sounds like even he is like, "You're in it now, man." Yeah, like, this isn't kingpin screwed, anymore. Yeah. These people like. 
I, that just gave me chills because when you get Stick who's talking with some reverence about an enemy then it's like whoa whoa right. yeah oh, so but we, we got that picture of the pit like right after that guy says you can't stop what we've got coming then we get that giant pit and yeah. like Daredevil and Electro walk up to it and my immediate thought was are we going to see like some sort of Shadowlands adaptation like where like the beast of the hand is going to inhabit like someone else and Daredevil is going to have to fight like oh, weird. a demon ninja I like I wonder if they'll do that I mean it's it feels like that's natural and it is super supernatural however I think that that's the direction they're going right and I think they're going that direction because they've had a hard time figuring out how to adapt the Iron Infinity. Fist and Kunlun and all that stuff mm-hmm. as well I so mean, it, this is Hey, you remember that property that you loved that we did like last year called Daredevil? Remember that, and you loved it, and you're on board for it, and you understand the characters in that universe. Well, what if in that universe branch, we had branch, branch, just branch. like a little bit more of a mysticism and some ninjas and like right. there was you just want Doctor Strange there. to make an appearance in Daredevil? Strange. Of course I do. Of course <laughs> I do. Exactly <laughs> but like Iron Fist is a mystical character, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. like to totally. bring that universe into this very gritty. Mm-hmm. Universe is it is a bit of a trick. Yeah. So it's I feel like this is the way that they're doing it. Like it's the same thing as like introducing all the en- elements of Black like Panther of Black Panther. That they're saying aware. here's the hand. Mm-hmm. Here's mysticism. Maybe there's seven secret cities, and maybe one of them's called Kunlun, and maybe right. there's a series coming out and, called Iron. And Fist. we've already seen the symbol in season one. We've had mm-hmm. a little taste. I think mm-hmm. more taste get us closer. We're going to get a giant taste of this, and I think I Defenders is going to be a big. Like and fighting perhaps the hand that's a lot why they announced the casting of Iron Fist before Daredevil came they out. They haven't announced weeks. the casting. It's why there's a strong rumor there's for the a casting. There's a very strong rumor but for the casting. But it would make sense that they announced, or perhaps announced this three they, weeks out, because that guy might show up in Daredevil Season 2. I, th- I think that would be smart. Hmm. I think that they should wow. do that. Uh, so speaking of, let's jump to that. Uh, I thought what, that was a good tangent. No, it was a very good tangent. Okay, good, good work. Really solid work. Uh, Finn Jones is Iron Fist. That's the rumor, uh, as said by that hashtag show and uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, Netflix and Marvel, as of us recording this, have not commented on that. Uh, but, um, yeah. <clears throat> that's but, the like, rumor? That's Who's the Finn rumor. Jones? Finn Jones was, uh, he's the Knight of Flowers in Game of Thrones. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. I didn't know that's right. We talked yeah. about that. Yeah. That's very right. piercing eyes. Oh, he's he's a beautiful mm-hmm. man. I, I looked him he's up and I was like, man. Yep. The baby blues. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is, that is, like, if it ends up being true, there's going to be some controversy about it because a lot of people wanted an Asian-American actor. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I feel like I was kind of a little bit more in that camp because I would like to see a little bit more diversity going on. Um, but I, I get why they made this decision. Like, it, it is a very large part of his character that he is, like, a trust fund baby. But I also think they could have done, like, he's an Asian American who's a trust fund baby. Like, I think, yeah. as, as, as long as the guy can act. Yeah. Like, I, I There's just want plenty of Asian Americans yeah. that are trust fund babies. I mean, it's I know, not like it's a stretch. Exactly. I know this gets really hot. This becomes a really hot button topic with a lot of, especially uh, diehard. Look at him. Look yeah. at him. You just, he, like, he will make you question your sexuality. That's, yeah. You just fall, you just fall into his eyes. Um, like, I, gotta, fall, I gotta mm, say. Dreamy. Uh, is uh, gamer, right. gamer girl insists that Finn Jones is not beautiful? Huh? <laughs> Apparently, they, uh, Heroic Hollywood has confirmed the casting. Oh, they have. They have. I'm just saying that's the rumor on the live chat. Oh, okay. just throwing right. my hat in there. Um, okay. I mean, yeah. As for, with regards to the Asian, the Asian American or the Asian actor, I, I feel like I don't think I don't I don't know. I know comic book fans get can get really heated and divided about sure. this issue, but I don't have any problem when they take risks like that. I did not. I, I hate. That I'm about to invoke this film, but the original Daredevil movie. Uh-huh. I did not. I did not have a problem with Michael Clark Duncan being Kingpin. Oh, he was no, Kingpin. He was, he was, he was amazing. Yeah. 
I thought he was awesome. And so when they do little things like that, I don't have I'm like why would you have a like yeah. James Bond being black? I don't have a problem. I just thought he was gonna be a way yeah. better Bond than anybody. I would. Yeah. L- I know he's he's so Bond, you know. And, and so I, I don't think it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think on this, I wouldn't have it a problem if they they did that. I don't think yeah. that's a huge leap at all. I, I, I'm but, sorry. But no, I was just going to say, but you, we were talking about this before we started up today, is that, I mean, it's also true to the character if it is a Caucasian actor. So yeah. it's like, where do you where do you draw that line? I so. said last week that I wanted them to open the casting up to everyone that was good at acting. Right. And like, you know, right. the, I think him being good, being like a physical actor, having martial arts, all those things are way more important to me than any sort of race. Yeah, And yeah, because yeah. of that... I was called a racist dude bro well, of course. all over Twitter because of me literally saying <laughs> I were. think the all Everyone are an option but apparently yeah. that's not politically correct by saying we should not no, look no, at no, race. No, no. It, not it, looking at race is racist. I mean the, the fact that I brought the, 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 the fact that I said the word race dude. immediately we're st- I mean I'm going to be yeah. We're, yeah, we're, a lot we're of all, flags in this episode. Yeah. It's all over you guys. Yeah. No, I just think it's more important than the actor can act. I think it's more important than the actor is the character. Michael Clark Duncan is Kingpin. Michael yeah. Clark yeah. Duncan nailed it. He had the physicality, he had the voice, he had the nest. That's what matters and that's yeah. all I right. care about. You show me an actor playing a character unless it's like one hundred percent of their character, which I can't think of a single character that is one hundred percent of their character, then it should be whoever deserves the part. Yeah, and this yeah. guy, I hope deserves the part, and he's pretty. That moment yeah. where where he pulls or Michael Clark Duncan, he pulls a cigar out of his mouth, and he's like, "Nobody's innocent." Yeah, yeah. dude, that's Nobody. the kingpin. Like, so dude, and I don't know this guy. That's so what excites me. We've we've yeah. got we've only got a few minutes left. So okay. uh, Agents <laughs> of Shield has cast Natalia Cordova Buckley as Slingshot, <laughs> which gets us one step closer to even more Secret Warriors. We this right. is like our first big Secret Warriors casting from like the actual comic books outside of Quake right uh, we haven't had any like we've got a guy who can kind of melt stuff sort of like Inferno could uh, but he's not really Inferno like you know so um, but I'm, I'm excited about that because like this uh, to me you don't you want to talk about Doctor Strange to me uh, Sebastian Druid was one of the uh, secret warriors and uh, I, I feel like that's I'm dying I am yeah. dying for uh like Agents of Shield to like get Sebastian Druid. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Th- I'm like, as soon as they announce that, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Greatest show ever. Yeah. Greatest show ever. <laughs> they brought in Sebastian Druid. I'm done. I'm uh, done. Yeah, I mean, this kind of brings up. I I, I am curious of of like in, in this kind of seg. This is kind of connected to what you were saying about Daredevil earlier. But I, I am curious of how they're gonna do. How they're going to slowly start introducing a more mystical aspect to the Marvel universe? And yeah, because sort of they have to. Yeah, you yeah, can't avoid no it. Yeah, you can't avoid it for too long. Eventually, yeah, if they're going to sell it. Which is why I'm just desperate for Ghost Rider to somehow come back. I'm just desperate for um, if Marvel could get that back going. Like that would that would be a Netflix thing. So yeah. let's, I, mean, let's, I, I think people are responsible. Yeah. I think people are will buy it though. That's the thing. I think. I think it would almost do more of a, ju- a disservice to the whole franchise if you strayed away from the mystical element. Yeah, uh, kind absolutely. Of, kind of all of everyone getting a little irritated at the end of the first season of True Detective. True Detective. Mm-hmm. How they were like, this is mystical. Not really. Nope, it's a guy in a nope. lawnmower. Nope, he's just under <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty right. mystical right. lawnmower. Like, man. Yeah. Oh, man. And I feel like everyone, for the most part, was like, no, we would have been there. We yeah. would have been with it. You had us the whole time. Yeah. time. And then they were like, we watched that together, didn't we? Um, yeah, I think so. I would love to see what Shield would do with stuff like that, oh, and man. how they would. Yeah. How they would. I would love. I to mean, see it that. would like. I don't think that they would do him as, as an inhuman, but right. like, I think that would be fine. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. So, uh, anyway, let's Matt, move on. Do you think yes, this could be Druid. Huh. Interesting. This uh, is from the Agents of Shield it? teaser. Uh, and the fatigues. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a little bit of a twist, but he. The, he has the mystical eyes that I, could be a mystical 
I don't see that. How do you see that? that? His eyes are black and shadow. Yeah, his eyes are in shadow. This sounds like extrapolation, internet. (laughs) He's got a hat on. That's the thing. (laughs) Confirmed hat. I we don't can confirm th- it. I don't. <laughs> We're zooming in. I love it. I love it so much. I love the voice of Doom. I mean, they're not. Uh, they're not like fancy oh, glasses. Oh, he does have. Fa- he His does. eyes are. Oh, oh dude, good eyes. And, <laughs> and then, if you look, we there's another shot of this character later in the episode. He's oh, being all the way in cuffs and eye gear. Good catch. Good. Good, good eyeballs on the eyeballs. Um, so. It's a. It would be a twist. I mean, the um, our I new guy is, uh, seems to fit the, the at least the type of druid. At least he's like a yeah. little nervous. Could potentially get kicked off for not Weird. being good in the field. Huh. On the on the picture on our stream, it's so much more clear. The TV we're looking at is like so dark. He clearly has eyes. We're all we're like, like, oh, eyes. Man, <laughs> dude, he's so got weird. eyes, man. Sorry, oh, that's so. We funny. are. We do have giant <laughs> like LED panels. Oh my panels, god, he has a beard, kinda... guys. Oh, that's so funny. He has a beard. What? <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Our apologies, live chat. Um, we could not see that. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I I hope that it is. I, I don't think it is. Something tells me that it's not. I don't know that they would put him in fatigues, but maybe maybe they do. Maybe that's how they find him. They also threw us uh, Crusher Creel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, I'm excited about Crusher oh. Creel, and here's why. Uh, uh, Crusher Creel was the father to Jerry Sledge, who was Stonewall mm-hmm. in the Secret Warriors. I think Absorbing Man finds out that he's got a kid. And then that kid joins the Secret Warriors. Wow, the big webs that are being weaved. Yeah, I'm. Re- I, I'm actually excited about Agents of Shield to come back. Yeah, there's a little pee coming out of me right now. That- <laughs> I love how often that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Grant Ward is Hive. That was accidentally yeah. uh, said by Elizabeth Henstridge at Wizard World Portland. <laughs> she said that. Where oh, she really? said, and now Ward is Hive and takes on the memories of people he's killed. So that's going to have some interesting situations. <laughs> like Whoopsie. she accidentally said that. Uh, so anyway, Hive Hive did, couldn't do that in the comics, by the way. He didn't kill people and take on their memories. He was just like this weird writhing collection of parasites. Right, yeah. Um, more or less. That's kind of a rudimentary uh, description of him. But he's got like stuff crawling under him, it looks like, and he's transforming. So maybe we'll see that. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, first synopsis for Marvel's Most Wanted came out. Uh, don't have time to read it, but uh, it sounds like Bobby and Lance are on the run, hmm. uh, and they're the ones that are most wanted, which is actually re- kind of interesting. So let's uh, let's jump out of like that's the synopsis is on GeekGirlAuthority.com. You can go look it up there. I'm sorry that we don't have time to get through it, but we have to have time for the Merry Marvelites. Merry Marvelites. The Merry Marvelites. Before I say them, I have to say it looks like everyone's confirming. Uh, just so we yeah. we are part of that movement. Entertainment Weekly just posted it. I think it's legit. I don't know the actor. I'm excited to see what he can do, and I. I know how can I say this without getting in trouble I know they are currently casting a thing that sounds like Iron Fist right now oh, you're so <laughs> racist man so Jesus. that's a thing that's happening I know they're currently in, in production of a thing that sounds an awful lot like a thing that could be exciting it could be um, <laughs> so, that's awesome Mary Marvelites uh, we have miss. okay so I haven't read these in a few weeks so I'm gonna do all of February if I named you twice you just get an extra shout out I just wanna miss anyone so I'm gonna cover my bases yeah basis. boy I think that's fair um, do it fast Mr. Poop Magoo Jay Batistella <laughs> Chaz Voltaire Core 1978 Weakness spelled all funky Wonder Rob Psionic Lex, MMPR Calabama, DCM 2002, <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe Dameron. Nice. Nice. Uh, well done. Bearded Panda 1, uh, Aiken 87X. Oh my good, there's there's so many. You guys are great. Okay, it's... it's are, are, these, are, like, are these all like five-star reviews? All or? five-star reviews. Aw, oh, thanks guys. They're just, they're just killing the game. Sweet. Uh, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Bearded Panda already said X Ken eighty seven X Taj Graham Seth thirteen. Uh, who's also we we talk on other things and things are awesome. Uh, and my narcissism's personal favorite. Uh, <laughs> The review is left by Joy Condro. <laughs> and my ego and myself, thank you. Very funny. Uh, you guys are all incredible. Thank you so much. I always love reading these. They're always great. Uh, we have a bunch of birthdays, but first, Matt. Uh, well, let's see. We've got Leo Blackfire. Fire spelled F-Y-R-E. Said a name worth a shout-out next week. He was asking, like, if he's got a name worth a shout-out. Uh, and then he said to, uh, let's see, uh, at Frank8870 said, Tell Koi he's my favorite Deadpool fan, uh, second favorite Spidey fan. I can live with that. So, uh, <laughs> Daniel Drew, at Jedi Times Cyan, uh, said, uh, for the Marvel gang. Uh, when did I write this down? Oh, he uh, <laughs> he, he had a picture, and I forgot to put it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel Drew. <laughs> uh, uh, so no Leo, Leo, Leo Blackfire, uh, you got a shout-out. Frank, you got a shout-out. Daniel Drew, I messed your shout-out out. But shout-out! Uh, uh, John, uh, John Edward uh, Goats, I'm sure I'm saying that incorrectly. Uh, I, made a, I made a comment earlier, and I said there, but I spelled it T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E, and he grammar Nazi'd me and said there, T-H-E-I-R, which was the proper use. As a literature major, I should have known that. I immediately wow. deleted the tweet because I was super embarrassed. Shame. Wow. But uh, I had to give John Howard wow. uh, his uh, You his actually shout out. feel shame from grammar Nazis? I'm like... Come on, no. asshole. You got things to do Yeah, exactly. No, John, John, you're not, you like, you're not an a-hole. Like it's I, not like I'm ignorant. Sometimes it happens, okay? <laughs> it happens. I, I type fast sometimes. It's the internet. That's it's the what internet. Fast. Uh, okay, and then quickly, I had a couple more shout-outs that I, I had missed. Tyler Bacon. Dirk happy Tyler birthday. Bacon. On Monday. Happy birthday. Ashu Jetty. Also happy birthday. Happy Cashew 21st. Jetty. Ash, Ashu Jetty. Cashew Jedi. Cashew Jedi. Happy birthday. Blake Carver. I owed you a New Year's shout out and you remind me two months later and that means you get your name said twice because I'm sorry Mr. Blake Carver thank you uh, and then lastly today is Dennis Langston's birthday and also his niece's birthday so Aww. happy birthday Aww. to Aww. Happy birthday. Birthday. and anyone else that I've missed in the last few weeks it has been chaos and, and madness and I love you just as much I just didn't say your name <laughs> but I love you thank you guys you're my favorite part of doing this show uh, so uh, real quick, we've uh, we've also got uh, Andrew Middlemoss at two rounds left, who said Elizabeth Debicki and Chris Sullivan as Moon Dragon and Pip the Troll to introduce Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Adam Warlock, like See, I'll take and, Adam if I can't get Silver Surfer. If I can't get Norman, dude, Rad, I'll take Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock would be yeah. pretty uh, freaking out. That would be pretty get. amazing. Can you and, and to see to see Strange and Warlock together would be uh, mind blowing. And you know awesome. what would be really awesome is if like so Debecky and Sullivan, Moon Dragon and Pip. That would be awesome also yeah, yeah. because by the way Elizabeth Debicki is a giantess like she's like okay. six foot tall really so like her as Moondragon with a shaved head would be pretty that would be pretty awesome dead on yeah, yeah. Uh, and Chris Sullivan, like, I feel like he might be a little too tall to be Pip the Troll, but, like, they can do special effects on him. Yeah. But, like, to have, like, Adam Warlock and for them to be, like, blah, 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 oh, him. Like, and to just refer to him as him. As the so, original like, Adam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be so good. Because in Fantastic Four, by the way, for those of you who don't know, where when Adam Warlock was first introduced at, and coming out of his cocoon as the perfect human being ever, they just referred to him as uh, I just got him. that issue. Yeah. I got one of the, yeah. You bought it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm I just so got jealous. It. I, I just want got it so bad. And I've That's got one some, I've always wanted. I've got somebody holding Silver Surfer number one for me right stop. now. Stop. Just That's stop. That's really great, actually. Just yeah. stop. That is so long of you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Uh, Your rivaling Koi Koi Pundro. All I know is that, that Koi Pundro puns can never be used well. Stop it! Stop! Stop! Um, let's see. Uh, we've also got. Uh, let's see. Can I get a B day shout out? It was my. It was on the twenty third, and I still want to be a guest on the couch. Oh no! If we're, oh, it's a uh, at Lee the father twenty three Lee. Uh, it was on a page up. Uh, also, Aiden. At, at installation 04, if you could turn any Marvel property into an R-rated film, what would you choose? Real fast. Uh, Carnage. Maximum Carnage. I would love Venom and Carnage in a movie. With symbiote and evisceration and violence and love. Cool. Got uh, one? The only one I can think of is is a, an old graphic novel called God Loves, Man Kills. It was an X-Men oh, comic. Oh, that is a good but one. they kind of did it with X-Men yeah, too. Yeah. So I would love to I would have loved to have seen it as an R, as like the, the real, as, like, as it was written by, by back then. So yeah, that's probably yeah. the I'd pick, yeah. You got one? Ah, uh, gosh, there were some, like, good, like, Amazing Iron Man comics and yeah. stuff like that that were pretty brutal. That yeah. would be pretty rad yeah, to see, like, an go, R-rated Iron Man would yeah, be pretty rad. Yeah, you could go, you could go any, any Iron Man That's kind of one of my favorite versions of Iron Man. Ultimate Iron Man, like, who's no got the brain Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that would be, yes. That would be Ultimate Iron Man, that's what I want. Cool, okay. Uh, I would say Darkhold Redeemers or Cloak and Dagger. We're moving on. Dave Dagger, West, yeah. at Dubs, Dubs West, about to listen to Marvel News from Australia. What's up, dude, Australia? That's awesome. Shout out to you. Movieverse, at Movieverse. Two uh, saying uh, maybe one day they'll appear on the couch. Hint, hint. If you live in Los Angeles, DM us. DM us. However, private message. Yeah. I don't know. Or what fly you could out say. here. Yeah. Uh, but we, we won't we, pay dude, for your plane we ticket. Had, we had a dude who worked for Southwest fly out here just to be <laughs> on our show. Like Bad. that dude's awesome. Uh, and finally, at Dennis Langston, can I get a birthday shout out on the show? It would make my day better. Niece is being born later today. Also, oh. Dennis. Aww. That's the one I did, but it's good because he's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Happy so birthday, birthday again. Oh, again. It's the second one. Uh, so, anyway, congratulations. We've got to wrap up. Sorry, I had a couple other pictures, but uh, we are wrapping up. Anyway, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. I'm Koi Jandro at Koi Jandro. And uh, where can they find you guys? Um, I'm at Marisha underscore Ray, and you can catch me on Critical Role on Thursday nights on Geek and Sundry or Signal Boost coming in March. And also I, on Geek and Sundry. I'm Eric Campbell. You can find me at 8 Bit Eric on Twitter, and I'll also be writing and sometimes, unfortunately, in front of the camera on Signal Boost. <laughs> On Geek and Sundry. Uh, anyway, that's that has been our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye guys. Goodbye. Oh man. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>